Social Zoom Vector, episode 109. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are shifting gears a little bit, and we're moving from the science topics we've been talking about lately and measurement, and we're moving into a few episodes more on the art side. So today, we are talking about branding, because branding is the foundation and one of the most important aspects of your business. And it doesn't matter how big or small, teeny tiny supersize, whether you are in B2B, B2C, whether you are a traditional business, whether you're in retail, online retail, and everything in between, you only have one chance to make a first, second, and third brand impression. So today, we are going to help you understand what branding is, what a branding strategy is, and most importantly, why you need to focus on branding your business and why you should not just be winging it. So we are going to dig into a couple definitions about branding versus reputation. And then we are going to move into five key reasons why you should make sure you are establishing your brand and spending time and resource and making sure you have a solid brand foundation. So I hope that at the end of this podcast, if nothing else, you are going to be inspired to take a look at your brand. You are going to be inspired to take your brand to the next level, to really take a look at how you are connecting or not connecting with your audiences and know that spending some time on your brand architecture can help you better connect with the people within your audiences, with your customers and your partners, your friends and your online communities. So let's go ahead and get started. In a nutshell, your brand is your promise to all people who come in contact with your brand. It helps you build trust as it informs people 
what to expect from you. They come in contact with you. They come in contact with your brand. And by having a brand and a brand promise, they know what to expect. They know whether you are a low-end, cost-efficient type of brand or whether you are a high-end luxury brand or anything in between. That's probably the best analogy to explain it. It also is hopefully helping you differentiate yourself from your competition, right? So your brand at the core is rooted in who you are and what you are and what you are doing or not doing for your customers, your employees, your partners, your audience, and your online community. So yes, your logos, your colors, your website are what people usually think about when they think about brands, okay? Your mobile site or not, whether it's mobile friendly, mobile responsive, the apps that you've created, the videos, the tweets, the Facebook posts, and every single social network page and profile that you have out there is a representation of your brand, as is packaging and communication, content marketing, These all serve nowadays as your brand foundation. It's not as easy as it used to be 20, 30 years ago when all you had to do was, you know, a couple times a year, take a look at your brand architecture, bring in a consultant and say, yeah, we got a brand guideline. Here's our identity. People used to spend tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars bringing in consultants and agencies to help them put together that type of strategy and architecture. And then they would create the messages, do it in a one-to-many fashion, They would create, you know, a message house, a message platform that would get used over and over, and they would say the same messages for the next 12 months. It doesn't work that way anymore because now with the introduction of social media and social networking and this always on connected customer, you have to be ready to talk to your potential ideal client at any time of day or night. You need to know what you're going to say, what you stand for. And that is why it's so important that you know what your brand strategy is. You know what your brand architecture is. And some people may argue that your audience determines your brand. And yes, there is absolute truth to that. However, the thing I want to get across today is that while it is true that at the end of the day, it really is your audience that is uh, determining that perception of your brand, okay? But what also is true is you have the ability to impact that perception, and we're going to talk about that. And it is not true that the receiver is responsible for the first, second, or third brand touch. That responsibility lies 100% on you, okay? So think about this, and this is a quote from Coca-Cola, a Coca-Cola executive. If Coca-Cola were to lose all of its production-related assets in a disaster, the company would survive, By contrast, if all consumers were to have a sudden lapse of memory and forget everything related to Coca-Cola, the company would go out of business. Okay, that was by a Coca-Cola executive. Think about that. So do you care about your brand? If you answer no to that question, let me ask you another question. Do you care about your reputation? And it's easy for many business and marketing leaders who are uncomfortable with uh, the art side of marketing, the art side of business, branding and messaging and content related activities. It's easy for them to say, I don't care about branding. You know, as long as I got my logo, as long as I got my colors, I'm good to go. But when you ask them, do you care about your reputation? 
they usually raise their eyebrows and say, well, yeah, I care about my reputation. And your reputation is also very much determined by the eye, the ear, the mind, and the heart of the recipient, right? And you may think, well, I have a small business or I have no marketing budget, so I am just not going to worry about branding for the rest of 2015. And I'll tell you, I have heard this from brands big and small. So for the purpose of today's podcast, unfortunately, I don't have time to put together and help you put together your entire brand strategy. However, I am going to break this down for you over a series of podcasts, as well as some training modules and courses that we are launching very soon. What I will do, however, today is help you understand what branding is and why you must develop your own branding strategy. If you want to be successful, not just doing social media and digital marketing, but being successful in business today, you cannot skip this step, my friends. So to build your brand strategy and identity, you will need to dig deep into things like your vision, your mission, your path. I did a video on this a while back, as well as things like your values, your personality, and constructing and creating your own brand story. Because it's through your brand story that you are going to connect with your audience. And though your brand story will obviously morph over time, as it's your story, you're living it. There still should be a foundation that explains who you are, where you are going, and why. So who are you taking on the journey with you? That's part of your story, is bringing them along. And how should they come along? You want to be able to invite them via things like brand storytelling, engaging content marketing and communications, helpful content that helps them solve problems, resources, and tools, or simply earning trust by being a friend and being there when they need you. So let's break down these two words, brand and reputation. And to do this, I have a couple different definitions of brand that I'm going to share with you. And this first one is from Wikipedia, and it is the definition for brand identity, okay? The outward expression of a brand, including its name, trademark, communications, and visual appearance is brand identity. Because the identity is assembled by the brand owner, it reflects how the owner wants the consumer to perceive the brand. Get that? You have impact into how the recipient is going to perceive your brand. That's the perception thing we were talking about. And by extension, the branded company, organization, product, or service. So this is in contrast to the brand image, which is a customer's mental picture of a brand. And remember, it takes a person on average six to seven contacts with your brand before they will remember it. Okay, The brand owner will seek to bridge the gap between the brand image and the brand identity. Brand identity is fundamental to consumer recognition and symbolizes the brand's differentiation from competitors. Okay, Then it goes on to say, brand identity is what the owner wants to communicate to its potential consumers. Okay, However, over time, a product's brand identity may acquire, in parentheses, evolve, gaining new attributes from consumer perspective, but not necessarily from the marketing communications and owner percolates to targeted consumers. Therefore, businesses research consumers' brand associations, bingo. Next definition we have is visual brand identity. 
This says a brand can also be used to attract customers by a company. If the brand of a company is well-established and has goodwill, the recognition and perception of a brand is highly influenced by its visual presentation. We know that, don't we? And I've done quite a few podcasts on this topic. A brand's visual identity is the overall look of its communications. Effective visual brand identity is achieved by the consistent use of a particular visual element to create distinction, such as specific colors, fonts, and graphic elements. At the core of every brand identity is a brand mark or logo. All right, so we know that. Color is particularly important element of visual brand identity. And color mapping provides an effective way of ensuring color contributes to differentiation in a visually cluttered marketplace. That is huge. And that's why you need to be putting thought into your brand and who you are. Okay. Definition of brand trust, also from Wikipedia. Here we go. Brand trust is the intrinsic believability that any entity evokes. In the commercial world, the intangible aspect of brand trust impacts the behavior and performance of its business stakeholders in many intriguing ways. It creates the foundation of a strong brand connecting with all stakeholders, converting simple awareness to strong commitment. Those are powerful words. This, in turn, metamorphoses normal people who have an indirect or direct stake in the organization into devoted ambassadors, leading to advantages like easier acceptability of brand extensions, perception of premium, and acceptance of temporarily quality deficiencies. Okay, that's huge, my friends. Now, let's just look at the simple definition of brand. And this comes from businessdictionary.com. And we're almost done with the, the definitions here. This says for the word brand, unique design, sign, symbol, words, or a combination of these employed in creating an image that identifies a product and differentiate it from its competitors. Over time, the image becomes associated with a level of credibility, quality, and satisfaction in the consumer's mind, i.e. positioning. So the brands help hurried customers in a crowded and complex marketplace by standing for certain benefits and value. Okay, that's huge. So then we go on to define reputation. Reputation of a social entity, a person, a social group, or an organization is an opinion about that entity, typically a result of social evaluation on a set of criteria. It is important in business education, online communities, and many other fields. Reputation may be considered as a component of identity as defined by others. Okay, and that was from Wikipedia. According to Merriam-Webster, they put a little more simple for reputation. They say overall quality or character as seen or judged by people in general. I like that. Okay, recognition by other people of some characteristic or ability or a place in public esteem or regard. Good name. Okay, so that's pretty good. So why do we brand? Next, we are going to move on to the top five reasons that you need to brand your business and maybe even yourself, your personal brand. But before we do that, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they truly are what keeps this podcast going. So I will be right back. 
Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom. Or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. So let's talk about the top five reasons that you should be investing in branding your business. Number one is we want to influence perceptions. And I've talked about this throughout this podcast. It's obvious that absolute control over your brand is never going to be possible. As much as you may try to control even your message, it's not going to happen because with the introduction of social networking, social media, your brand is what people say about you, okay? The only thing that you can do is influence that. Whether somebody has a good or a bad experience with your brand, they are going to tell their friends. And whether they're doing that via word of mouth, offline, through a face-to-face conversation, or whether they're tweeting that out, whether they're writing a blog post about it, whether they are posting on Facebook, taking a picture, putting that up to uh, Instagram. Maybe they're doing a live feed of it on my new favorite app called Meerkat. I mean, there's a million ways they could be talking about your brand. So it is in the eye, the heart, and the mind of the receiver, the person who is experiencing your brand. However, this is the piece I want you to get. If you get one thing from this podcast today, this is it. So listen up. The responsibility for the creation of your brand voice and the brand experiences that people experience when they come in contact with your brand is your responsibility. So you have the opportunity to drive 
perceptions, to influence those perceptions and how they are received in people's minds. Of course, you cannot control it, but branding is at the heart more about your audience and your customers and anyone that comes in contact with your brand than it is about you. Your brand is not just about you. That's why it's so much bigger than a logo or a set of colors or um, any part of your identity that you would think for traditional branding. Okay. It's so, so much bigger than that. And I want you to be thinking bigger. I don't want you to just be thinking colors and logos. And you have the opportunity to inspire and connect with your audience, with your customers, with everybody in your community online and offline in such amazing, memorable ways that you can just create wonderful experiences that people want to share. That's a big part of why you want to invest in branding. You want people to share your content. You want them to share that experience that they're having because attention is the scarcest, one of the very scarcest resources in the world. And I talked about that in episode 107, where I gave you my uh, recap of the Adobe Summit that I was at last week. So check that episode out. And it was titled, Customer Experience is Your Brand. But think about it. If you are sitting online all day, or you have somebody from your social team, your marketing team sitting online, and they are simply throwing out junk tweets, posts to Facebook, spam emails all day, you are setting a perception that you don't respect the person receiving this yucky communication. You are not earning trust, you are not establishing relationships, and you are definitely not increasing your brand equity. Okay, You're probably not influencing people and, and, and earning friendships. Okay, Number two, which this leads us perfectly into, number two benefit is earning trust and credibility. Earning trust takes time. Think about the brands that you know, love, and trust. How many of them do you really trust? Why do you trust them? How long did it take you for them to earn your trust? Did they earn your trust from one touch with them? Maybe two? Or did it take numerous experiences and impressions? You have an opportunity through branding to earn trust, to to deliver what that brand promise is, to tell them what that brand promise is. And then it's up to you to make sure that you execute and deliver upon that promise. Okay. And there was another podcast I did. I'll make sure that I include links to a ton of resources that will help you with this topic. The show notes page for this podcast, just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 109. And I will link to a podcast I did about the social trust factor and how you can increase trust trust, and credibility leveraging social media. Number three reason you should be investing in your brand is it helps you differentiate from your competition. It's not a surprise that, like I said, the attention is the world's scarcest resource. So I want you to think about that. That's huge because you need to rise above status quo. The best part of developing your own brand identity strategy, architecture, message platform is that you feel more empowered to confidently tell your own brand story. Think about that. The more you know your story, the more you are investing in your own story, that your employees know your story, your marketing team and every employee understand who and what you are, the more confidently 
they are going to be able to represent your brand. And as a marketer, the more confidently you're going to be able to tell and share and engage delivering your own brand story. And you're not going to have to do that sounding like a piece of sales collateral, right? You get to share why you are different and why anyone should give a rip that you and your brand exist. Branding is a great way for you to highlight why your potential client should go with you or not. Why state the same messages, blog content that everyone else is posting, including your competitors? Rise above, okay? Rise above, differentiate yourself. Think bigger and better and badder than status quo because it's much better, as hard as it is, it's much better to be copied than it is to be the copier, right? As much as I hate people copying my work and plagiarizing it, and I have had a ton of issues in this space, it's still better to be copied than to be the copier, right? You want to be you know, digging your own path. And I always say there are far fewer ruts on the road, less traveled. So build your own brand. Don't just go out there and copy what others are doing, what your competition is doing. Build that message that is about your customer and that is going to help you connect with them, which leads us directly into number four, which is fourth benefit of helping you emotionally connect with your ideal customer, your current customers, your audience, your fans, and your friends. Bottom line, people buy from people. People talk with people. They share content from other people. They share content with other people. What if Coke or Apple just stopped marketing and innovating? Think about that. What if we didn't see the Super Bowl commercials during the Super Bowl in 2016? What if your favorite brand just stopped communicating with their fans and audience, including you? Think about it. When you emotionally connect with your audience, you better earn trust as well as loyal brand evangelists because you are connecting at the human level. I mean, just think about this in every aspect of your life, every product that you buy, every, you know, I'm a Diet Coke junkie. So imagine if all of a sudden Diet Coke, it didn't say Diet Coke on the outside anymore. And they decided they didn't care about their brand. They didn't care what it looked like, what it said. Okay. Think about the trucks that are driving down the road for every type of store you can imagine from Walmart to, you know, the beer brands, the soda brands, the furniture brands. What if every truck just was white and there was no branding? What if everybody quit connecting with us in emotional in an emotional way, a human way? Wouldn't it be pretty boring, right? How would they ever grab our attention? They wouldn't. How would people and brands grab our attention? It's the ones that are connecting with us at a human level, doing that through visual marketing, doing that through content marketing, doing that through all sorts of media. You know, it's the whole omni-channel approach of as being wherever we are and presenting the information to us in a way that feels like it's helpful. Number five is simply providing value. When you create your brand strategy, your brand architecture, your brand promise and more, you have no choice but to focus on the customer, your audience and your fans. Because when you create a sound and solid brand strategy, you are going to be forced to think about your customer. And a brand equity how do we measure that? It's in the eye, the mind, and the heart of the receiver. It's 100% based on the value they receive minus what they put into it, okay? So if they feel that they invest way more into your brand than what they get out of it, that equity decreases, okay? By knowing that you are providing value, you are going to help build confidence 
for your marketing team, for your employees, and for those coming in contact with your brand by developing your personality. What's the tone of your conversations? Are you funny? Are you serious? Um, What is your vision, your mission, your brand story? As you develop these things, you, like I said earlier, become more confident in sharing your story and engaging with your audience in a way that brings them consistent value, helps them trust you sooner and more consistency and more consistent and longer. And they will want to engage with you and voila, share your content, which is what we want. Because as this, this lack of attention is just pounding on us, uh, you need other people to share your content. You need people to tell their friends about you. And in order to do that, you need to establish this foundation that I'm talking about. I'm telling you, I could talk about these things for hours and hours, but I must end this podcast at some point today. So to summarize... All of these benefits are what help you derive success and value out of your investment in marketing, social media, and digital marketing overall. When you establish trust, when you offer unique value, when you differentiate from your competition, people will want to be associated with you and your brand. Build the social train that is going somewhere that people want to get on. Build that brand. Invite them on your journey. Give them a seat. I always say give them a paintbrush and a canvas that empowers them to be part of something bigger than what they can do themselves. Empower them to help you craft and create that story with you. And this just isn't mumbo jumbo marketing talk people. This is real because a brand doesn't stay stuck in time. It builds. It's like a big snowball rolling down the mountain or a wave. I live in Florida. So, you know, I like to think of things in waves. I used to live in Colorado, so I can relate to both the snowball and the, the, the waves coming from the ocean, but it's like a big wave coming onto shore and it rides out the tides. It goes with the wind and it gains momentum, but the bigger that it gets, the faster that it goes and the more powerful that it goes. And I truly believe that it only takes a seed. And even if you were just starting out building your business or your brand, or if you are a huge enterprise that needs to refresh your brand, because large organizations have these same problems. And you may think, you know, the big Fortune 50 companies of the world, they never have a problem with budget or people you know what? They have the same problems. They need to refresh their brands. So regardless whether you are in a large company with an established brand or you maybe have a startup or something in between, you need to start with that seed. And regardless of how tight your budget is or how much time you have, you need to prioritize building this brand architecture. Think big, but start small and execute. Start with your story. And remember, it's about being human. It's about building trust and adding value to every human being who comes in contact with you and your brand. So in a nutshell, my friends, that is why you need to build your brand architecture. If you do not know where to start with this, give us a call. Go check out our agency at themarketingnutswithaz.com. We would love to help you. I will have a load of resources you can check out. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 109. I have several white papers there on branding, on building your persona online, and your digital body language, and the list goes on. So I know your time is so limited and 
I thank you so much for listening in today. And I hope that this podcast proves valuable to you. I hope that it inspires you to take your brand to the next level or focus on it, maybe where you haven't at all in the past. And I encourage you to just don't give up, right? Start with that seed and get that momentum going, get that wave going, get people to understand what you are about. Because I know so many of you have passion inside of you and you just are bursting because I get your emails, I get your tweets, I've talked with you and you want to take your business to the next level. You want to take your career to the next level. That is what this podcast is about. It's about helping you Zoom your business and Zoom your life. So get out there and go turbo. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.